Hello friends, get yourself a mic and start a podcast. You're listening to Blame It On Buffett. Well, I sail from Lauderdale down to Key Largo. Cross the Gulf on a fast loop and I sail the Abacos. As a kid, I read Contiki and now all the pirate books too. There's just so many places on my list to see. I'm going crazy just trying to choose. Welcome to Blame It on Buffett this week. Um, we're doing something a little bit different. I was on um, Tiki Man Radio this morning on the Sunday morning show, and uh, Danny was kind enough to invite me on to be the guest. So he actually interviewed me, um, which is, you know, a little bit different uh, in terms of what we do here on the podcast. Usually I'm the one interviewing people. So I thought it might be fun to pull that interview. Um, Well, Danny pulled it for me, sent it to me, and I'm going to post it as the episode this week. Obviously that show is much longer. There's a lot more to it. Um, It's a really fun show. You should go check it out. It's up on YouTube. Um, You can watch like the recording. It's a live show, but you can go back and watch the recordings later. So um, yeah, so if you want to see see me in person, see my face, um, you can go uh, watch the whole show there and listen to watch and listen to um, the interview there. But um, if not, I'm also just going to post it as the episode today. So that's what you are in for um, at the moment. And I just wanted to share a couple things before we get to the interview. First of all, I am using my new mic, um, so hopefully it sounds all right. I did on the interview as well. Um, And so thank you so much, everyone, once again, who is a patron of the podcast. Um, Your money is going to things like this lovely mic that I got. Um, And I'm really excited about it. I'm finally getting to use it, and I'll, you know, may take some dialing in, um, so let me know how it sounds, like too loud, too quiet, like whatever. I, I apologize if there's background noise. This mic is much more powerful than um, just my headset. And uh, I live in Oregon now where there's grass and lawns and everybody in the summer is mowing their lawn all the time, it feels like. So um, I think someone is out there mowing it right now. So if you can hear kind of a in the background, that's what that is. And I apologize. But you know, this is where I live now. So, I mean, I, I'm glad. I'm very happy to have a lawn now. I'm not living in the desert anymore. But um, so, yeah, there might be a little more background noise, but we'll see how that goes. And so, yeah, I'm doing that. And then I wanted to share um, some fun news, which is the Back to the Island Society's Key West event has been officially announced. So um, you can go over to their Facebook page, Instagram or whatever to see the poster for it. It's going to be um, multiple days at the Margaritaville in Key West, and there's going to be awesome musicians, past coral reefers, current coral coral reefers, um, just a bunch of really cool people. You should go check it out. And there are VIP tickets. Um, I want to make sure that it's clear that you don't have to buy a VIP ticket to go. The Margaritaville, you don't even have to be a Back to the Island Society member, although we would love if you would sign up if you'd be interested in that. Um, you know, the money for, from events and shirts and all these things do go to charity. So, uh, it's for a good cause for sure, but you don't actually have to be one to get into the Margaritaville because we can't really police that. But so it is open to everybody. Um, 
So definitely go check that out. And uh, But there are VIP tickets. So if you want to have the special treatment, you can get a VIP ticket. And those are um, you get there. If you've ever been to the Margaritaville in Key West, you know, there's sort of that upper balcony section. So that's going to be reserved for VIPs. So you get, you know, obviously a, a f- saved place like you get because also if you've ever been to the Margaritaville in Key West, especially during Meeting of the Minds, when there are musicians playing that everyone wants to see, it is always slammed and hard to find a table and, um, you know, all of that. So this kind of gives you a reserved section. Um, I don't think there's going to be like, you know, full tables and everything like on the floor. It's more going to be uh, kind of a, I don't know, milling about sounds, <laughs> but you know, so kind of mingling and stuff. Um, but it, but there basically it is a reserved section. So you can definitely get in and have somewhere to be. Um, that also comes with free food, a free drink, discount on other stuff, um, meet and greets with some of the musicians if they have the time, um, a special gift bag from Back to the Island Society. So, uh, you know, you can go over, there's different levels. There's like, um, you know, for a couple hours, there's like all day passes. And honestly, all of this perks are really awesome. But like, if you, like I said, if you've ever been there during me in the mines, like just being able to have a guaranteed spot on that balcony is like worth the money in my opinion. Um, so yeah, please go check that out if you're interested. I still don't know for sure if I'm going to be going to Key West this year. I really hope so. But, um, uh, I hope if I am, I hope to see you there and, um, it's going to be a really fun time, I think. And Dan, uh, Smith and the rest of, um, the peeps over at Back to the Island Study have worked really hard to put to- this together. So, and like I said, money goes to charity. Um, the proceeds from the event and everything um, go to charity. So, so yeah, that's kind of a fun thing that was just announced. Go over to their social media and you can see the poster with all the musicians and all the info. Go to backtotheisland.org um, to buy the passes and everything if you want that. But once again, you don't have to buy a VIP pass to get in. You can just go. Um, and take your chances at the Margaritaville um, on those days. So it's just an option if you want. So yeah, that's kind of cool. Um, I really hope that I can go to that, but it's kind of going to be a last minute thing if I have, I had to use like all my vacation time for moving. So it's kind of be like, how much do I have saved up? Maybe like the month or two before I'll be able to make the call, but hopefully anyone who is going, uh, We'll have a good time and go check that out. So yeah, I think that um, those sort of the main things that I wanted to mention. I hope everyone is doing well out there uh, today on this is Father's Day. Happy Father's Day to anyone who has a dad, a you know father figure, um, a mom that took care of them as both a mom and a dad. Like really anyone out there, you know that you want to um, celebrate in your life, uh, kind of filling that role. Um, I want to say happy Father's Day to all of you. Um, And so, yeah, I think that is it. So we'll get to the interview. Um, This is a little bit shorter than my normal interviews because they actually have like a show with sections to run and not just rambling on and on as I usually do. Um, So this will be a little bit shorter episode. I'm sure some people will be like, oh, good. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I hope you enjoy it. The the star of the show, you know, but uh, here we go. Let me see here. Boom. Can you hear me? Yes. Hey! <laughs> Miss Aaliyah Moore bringing it to Sunday mornings with a Tiki Man. There we go. 
I'll tell you what, we have been having so much fun having your podcast on uh, Mondays at 7 p.m. That's so cool. Yeah, well, I really appreciate you um, offering to air my podcast on your radio station. <laughs> we got Scott Nickerson in the studio with us today. You know, he's here in the Chocolate Bar Studios hanging out with us. And uh, I was telling him in the break, I'm like, we really could blame it on you and not blame it on Buffett. But you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I've definitely done a lot of things at Parahead Club events that I'm just directly blaming on Scott Nickerson now. So, Well, there you go. Well, I'm, I'm going to hook you up with an interview with him, okay? I'd love that, yeah. There you go. So, all right, Blame It on Buffett podcast. All right, everybody's wanting to know, uh, you know, because you're always the interviewee, right? You're the one that's doing all the interviewing, but, Usually, you know, yes. different spin on it now. You know, I get to interview you. So how did all this come about? Well, that's a good question. I don't really know, except that <laughs> I – so – my husband and I have had other podcasts in the past, and we had a really good time doing them, but we just weren't doing one at the moment, and I just needed a creative outlet, I guess. So I was like, I want to start a podcast, you know, that's like my thing. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, what do I like enough that I could like talk about on a podcast every week? Because doing it with him, you know, we have like a dynamic and we have a lot of things in common. So we had tons of things to talk about, sure. but just me, like, what's the thing that I would be passionate enough about to like do a podcast. And I was like, obviously Jimmy Buffett yeah. is the only thing. Um, <laughs> so I just decided to start a podcast about anything related. And I decided to do kind of anything sort of remotely inspired by related to Jimmy Buffett so that I could interview trap rock musicians and mm -hmm nonprofits and just all the things that I wanted to do um, instead of it just, I mean, we do talk about Jimmy Buffett a lot on the podcast, but it's not only Jimmy Buffett all the time. Um, it's, you know, a lot of other things. So mm. that's kind of what happened. And then I, um, my first, I think three episodes were in-person episodes that I recorded at house concerts in Tucson um, at my friend Russ and Tamara's house. And um, so yeah, those first, I think it was the first three were kind of in person, like the musicians were just coming anyway to do a house concert. So I was like, Hey, do you have like an extra hour and we could chat for a little bit and I'll record it. Yeah. Um, that was really nice of them. I think it was so Kelly McGuire, obviously the inspiration for the name and he lets me use his music, um, was the first one. And then I think the other two in-person ones were Brent Burns and, um, Mike Nash and, that was really awesome. And then COVID sort of happened. So this all happened like before a lot of people started doing stuff like this during COVID, but actually mine sort of started right before COVID happened. And then I sort of switched to online interviews because that was all I could do. We weren't having house concerts or anything like that. Yeah. Well, that's kind of, you know, it's, it's amazing. You know, we'll go back, you know, five years from now, we'll go back and look at 2020 where people evolved they grew into a different direction. You had no choice. You know, people can sit around and whine and carry on about things, or they can say, okay, what can I do and still continue doing what I love to do? And then you discover this whole new world, right, of things that mm -hmm. uh, you never would have probably, I mean, you probably would have. And uh, But I wouldn't say that we would be doing the video thing if, if uh, that hadn't happened. You know, we were kind of forced to uh, find out how to do all of it. And, and, and uh, you know, we did our songwriter showcase uh, virtually, and that kind of took us in that direction. We learned so much that we could apply to our show. And uh, 
people are still trying to figure out how we're streaming on the radio and the YouTube at the same time. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, it is what it is. You know, you put your mind to it, you can do anything. Yeah, and I think uh, in some ways, obviously, there are a lot of bad things uh, that came of, or you know, that COVID caused. But mm -hmm. one of the cool things is that so many people did sort of have to pivot and create, start creating in a different way. And um, especially for musicians, you know, I got to see so many of my musician friends that I love play music live yeah. on line that I never, you know, normally it would be like, oh, maybe they would come to a house concert in Tucson once a year or something like that. And then this last year, like in 2020, you know, like Sunny Jim's playing like two shows a week, every week, basically, yeah. you know? And, um, and so it was just, there was some really cool stuff that came out of it. And I know a lot of them are anxious to get back to tour, like real touring, but I think some of them are going to sort of continue to do some of the live sure. shows, even amidst the touring, just because, you know, they discover that it's an easy way to get yourself out there and connect with your audience. And um, so, yeah, I hope that those kinds of things continue for people that um, don't live in places where the musicians come as much um, mm -hmm. to be able to see them play live. Yeah. And I think Tim Campbell is still doing his. I think he did it on Friday. Uh, and of course, you know, he's have you interviewed Tim Campbell yet? I have not. Jesus um, he seems Christ. like a really fun guy, though. <laughs> I Let have me tell seen you him something. on Boomer Show. Yeah, if you are having a bad day, you just need to call Tim, all right? He, he's, he's just, <laughs> there's no way, if you don't like Tim Campbell, okay, you need to go to anger management classes, okay, because you got some serious problems. I mean, he's just, he's just that kind of a guy that brings the sunshine to any room he's in. And uh, you really need to get him on your podcast. But his... Uh, uh, you know, between him and Patty, his wife, who uh, does all the digital effects, the green screen and all that. I mean, they, they really dove in and really kind of made it really cool from the get go. And of course, like everything, we've, we've all learned as we went. And, you know, I like to tell people you're going to screw everything up and that's fine because then you're going to learn what not to do, you know, so it's really cool what he's doing. But, yeah, you need to get him on your podcast. Uh, yeah, I'd be happy to. Yeah, but I think it's Tim, it, call me. Yeah, Tim, you're probably listening. Uh, reach out to her, get on the uh, podcast, okay? So I know he was listening earlier, but anyway, um, I think it was really cool, too, that uh, you, you started getting involved with their charities. So you, you know, what is your favorite charity as an artist or whatever? And then you were donating as well to that one and putting the emphasis on that charity. Now, that how did that come about? So that was actually a pretty recent thing. I kind of started earlier, beginning of this year, maybe end of it next year. I can't remember exactly. Um, you know, I part of doing the podcast too and being a Buffett fan, being a parrot head. Um, I'm also in the Back to the Island Society now, which is has also a big yeah. focus on giving back. Um, you know, I think anyone who loves Jimmy Buffett knows. And I mean, Scott Nickerson obviously was the start of the Parrothead Club. And that's like a huge part of the Parrothead Club. And I'm a Parrothead Club member. And so that was really ingrained into me. Yeah. Jimmy that Buffett you... says that Scott, we can blame everything on Scott. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but so, anyway. uh, so, yeah. So that is sort of like, I think for a lot of Parrotheads, Jimmy Buffett fans, et cetera, mm. has become a big part of like what being a fan in that area means. Mm -hmm. And I was trying to bring some of that to the podcast by I've like interviewed a few nonprofits, you know, trying to get some sort of the word out there about some opportunities to give back. And um, but I was like, what can I do that will 
you know, really like I'm not interviewing a nonprofit every episode. I've, I've only done a couple actually. And mm-hmm. I was like, what was something I can do to sort of emphasize that? And so I just came up with this idea, like, we'll just ask the guest each time, like pick a charity, like what's your favorite charity or what's a charity that you think needs some extra support. And, um, you know, and then I, you know, we talk about it a little bit on the podcast. So it kind of gets we're a little bit of word of mouth out to anyone listening. Not that I have a huge listener base, but <laughs> thanks to TE Man Radio, I'm sure it's bigger now. You know, it's um, growing. It's growing. I, and- I, I get comments all the time. People say, hey, you know, who is this girl, you know, and this and that. And, you know, and cool. of course, well, I appreciate that. Um, yeah. That's nice to hear. And and yeah, so I, so we asked the guy, I, we the royal we ask the guest and you know we talk about it a little on the podcast and then i the podcast which is just me <laughs> makes a donation to that charity so every charity that we talk about i mean i'm not i don't have a ton of money so it's not like a hundred dollars right, every time right. or whatever but um you know a little bit whatever i can do that week um so yeah i just thought it would be a nice way to give a little bit extra back from doing the podcast and kind of get the word out there about people and give people the chance to like really personalize that. Like what's your favorite charity or what's, you know, what's the charity you really want people to know about. Um, so yeah, I'm pretty excited about that. Um, and I've been doing it for definitely several months at least now. Well, that's really cool. And, and I, and it, I would think that, uh, whenever they tell you, uh, you know, what is your favorite charity? What do you, you know, like to work with? And when, it puts a lot of emphasis on it, number one. But then you learn about it, right? You you all of a sudden are like, well, that's really cool. I never knew that was, you know, because I was talking about the Bahama Village Music Program in Key West. And, you know, anybody, any kid that wants to learn how to play an instrument can go there for free and learn how to play it. You can't get much more better than that. The world needs more music and nothing brings people together like music. Uh, and, and so, uh, you know, that's just, you know, you find out what is near and dear to people's hearts when you ask that question, I would think. Yeah. And some of them are, you know, larger, well-known, you know, ASPCA or things like that. Um, kind of ones that most people know about, but yeah, some are like the Bahama music village or, mm-hmm. um, I didn't really know much about the Surfrider foundation before, right. or, you know, there's, there's a lot of ones that I, that I have learned about because the guest has said like, Hey, this is the one that's really close to my heart. Um, and it wasn't necessarily one that I knew about before. So it's, it's good for me personally, in addition to just trying to get the word out there for generally everybody. Yeah. I love Surfrider. They've been a partner of ours with the, um, Tiki Man Radio Sunrunner Showcase. Uh, we've worked with them for a couple three years or so in Key West and, uh, just great people just to hang around with, you know, but so, you know, I would ask you who's the craziest person you interview, but we're not going to go down that road. Uh, you know, well, let's see, Tiki Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's that one. You know, that guy. You know, but yeah, I mean, and you've interviewed uh, um, people that do radio. You've interviewed people. Mm-hmm. You know, the the boat captain for Jimmy Buffett. Uh, people that are just fans. Uh, you know, of Jimmy Buffett. I mean, so I mean, as as this thing, how long have you been doing this now? Over a year. Yeah. So I started, um, I want to say January or February of 2020. So yeah, it's, it's been over a year now. Wow. That's really cool. And, and now with the, uh, back to the Island society that Dan Mm -hmm. Smith and everybody has got uh, going over there because they're putting together a a big show at Margaritaville, uh, the same, same week we're all down there for meeting the minds and, 
that's really cool as well. You know, it's kind of he does a podcast called Classic Buffett for those of you that don't know. Uh, and then uh, B Man and Michelle and Dan, or B Man and and um, Dan Smith does does one Coastal Confessions on one hundred four point nine the X on Friday nights. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I mean, so many things to listen to. So and many actually, things. His, his yeah. podcast is called um, Stories We Could Tell. Okay. Uh, gotcha. his, his the Instagram is Classic Buffett and everything, but he. That's the name of the podcast. I got you. I got you. It's a different thing. (laughs) I knew that. Yeah. So anyway, um, you know, so, I mean, do you line up artists uh, or or not artists, but do you line up interviewees? uh, Because I know from a radio standpoint, I try to stay booked up uh, with interviews for for a while, but but that doesn't always happen, especially now when uh, artists are starting to do gigs again. It was a lot easier last year, you know. It's like, well, hey, can you come on and do an interview? Yeah, I ain't got nothing else to do, you know, that kind of thing. Now they're starting to get out and do gigs and stuff, you know. So do you stay far in advance or do you just kind of work with it as you go? Um, I (laughs) probably shouldn't be admitting this, but definitely in the past I have – not really had any issue just sort of week to like couple weeks out maybe but like mostly week to week being like hey like do you want to be on the podcast and then they're like sure i'm free this week you know like you said i think like you said now i'm gonna have to start trying to get guests a little bit further in advance or like line at least lined up i might try and start recording i normally record the week sometimes even the day that i put the podcast out because i really want it to feel fresh and you know like if we talk about something relevant like if they have a show the following week or something you know then that that's still relevant but i might start trying to record a few episodes if i can and just have some banks so that you know if somebody ends up having to cancel or whatever i'm not like left in i I mean the nice thing is like i do have friends like dan smith that you mentioned has been on several times like Mm -hmm. i have people that like if i need a guest just to come (laughs) on and talk about jimmy buffett for an hour like i know plenty of people that will do that um so it's not like the end of the world or anything and i have some ideas for maybe some new types of episodes that i could just do um just me without an interview i'm not sure if anybody's going to care about that but um, so yeah, I, I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna try and start maybe planning out a little more because people are getting more busy now. Mm-hmm. Um, but historically I haven't really had to do that. In fact, usually it would be like, I would interview someone and then they would say, Oh, you know who you should interview? Like you were like, you know, who yeah. you should interview is this person. And then they would refer me to that person. So I, I would say of all the interviews I've had, I've personally had to like reach out and approach a person like un not with 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 no connection from someone else like yeah. less than half the time because <laughs> well, usually go. it's just like oh you know you should interview like i'll email you their thing and then, <laughs> you know so it's been pretty easy to get guests um but i think now people are starting to get more busy um but it's funny because even during covid some people like i was like hey Donnie brewer do you want to be on the podcast and he was like yeah yeah that's great he's like i'm kind of busy right now though <laughs> like, okay yeah you're Donnie brewer so that checks out <laughs> yeah 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 well you know he is a busy guy you know he's yeah, always he does, he does all the things like literally all the things so um i totally understand yeah i mean a lot of people don't realize that donnie you know was uh, you know his his previous before he got into all this crazy world it is and now he was mixing the music you know that's what he was doing and that's why he's so good at it people are like what how in the hell can he just mix this song in a in an rv in a walmart parking lot well yeah <laughs> 
that's his that's he's his the best. yeah he's he's magical at that there's no doubt about it but that's why podcasts and interviews are so important to try to uh you know for the fan base really of uh you know a donnie brewer or whoever you know to learn more about that individual that they may or may not know yeah well and for me like when i i interviewed bob carwin and he was like oh yeah donnie brewer produced my newest album and i was like Donnie Brewer produces things like I didn't even know that was a thing that he did. And then we talked about it. I mean, part of the reason I would love to get him on the get him on the podcast is because I really want to hear more about I mean, I everyone knows that he makes great music and I've seen him play a bunch of times and, you know, but I really want to hear more about like those behind the scenes things like producing and all of that, um, that I think as a sort of just a fan of music, you don't hear as much about because you hear more just you know, you just know more about like the front end, which is the music that you're listening to. But I feel like it's, I personally think it's really interesting to hear more about that, sort of what happens to make that a reality. And so that's partly why, I mean, I want to talk about his music too, but I'd love to talk about sort of all the production side and all the stuff, other stuff that he does. Well, I have a a disclaimer here that if you bring up Bob Carwin's name, I have to go, what's my name? I have to do that, so that's part of the disclaimer of the radio station. Of course, of course you do. Yeah, he he was in Key West uh, a few years, uh, two or three years ago or whatever. He came in the Tiki House, and, uh, you know, he's wearing that shirt. I'm kind of a big deal. Yeah, Yeah, Bob Carwin, you know, he's one of my favorites, and he knows that, so. (laughs) Well, there you go. He knows he's one of everybody's favorites. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he's coming back to Key West this year. He's going to be playing in our event as well, so we're looking forward to that. Uh, so yeah, that's y- awesome. you just got through the move, right? And, yes. uh, you know, I, when you and I first talked about carrying your podcast on the station, I was like, you know, you've, you've got archive shows and if you, you know, something happens and you, and, and, you know, you want to take a vacation or whatever, you know, or you just don't want to do it this week or whatever, you have those archive shows, which I found, uh, it was different for me because then I could pick and choose, right? I could just like, oh, well, this is cool. You know, Brent Burns, this, that, and whatever, you know, I can just, you know, and then I could promote it differently. Um, but that's that's kind of cool when you have a podcast where you do have some archive shows. Yeah, well, and it was important to me when you approached me, you know, about being on the radio. I was like, oh, that's like so cool and I'm so exciting, but also like I don't, want to be a person that says yes and then is like oh I didn't do an episode this week or oh I'm going to be gone for a month because I'm moving and you know what I mean like I didn't want to I wanted it to be I didn't want to let you down so (laughs) so then when we talked about having you know playing older episodes if there were weeks where I couldn't do it because like sometimes there might just be a week where I can't do it or a guest can't make it and then I don't have an episode or something so um but but that was really important to me because I I don't know I, I guess I care about I don't I didn't want to just agree and then be like, oh, I don't have an episode this week, you know, so, oh, I so, get I, it. That, so I'm glad that that's been working well to, to play the, the archived episodes when I am busy moving or whatever. Well, a lot of people will approach me and say, hey, I want to do my own show, you know, and I'm like, now, listen. Uh, if you do a live show, uh, people will mm-hmm. expect it. And that's a good thing because now they're following you and, and they want to, they, they're looking forward to your show. So you can't just like, eh, I don't feel good or, you know, I'm hungover from right. now. Before, all that stuff, you know, you've got to, you got to, to make it happen. And, and it does take a lot of personal commitment. I've been doing the Sunday show for seven and a half years. 
Wow. Yeah. And, and, and it does take a, a lot of commitment. Everything revolves around this show throughout the week, the interviews, everything comes back to the Sunday show. And I'm very, very fortunate to have a, a great following around the world of people. And now they can watch us for whether they like that or not. They're seeing our ugly mugs on the TV screen, but, uh, <laughs> but it's an option now, you know, so. Yeah. Yeah. I think people really like having the video option. Um, mm-hmm. The thing that I use to record my record my podcast now does do video as well. And I've been thinking about it, but like that means that I have to upload to YouTube every week too. It means that I usually I'm recording these episodes earlier in the day because like for whatever reason, most people are on East Coast time that I interview. <laughs> and so I, I just like don't know if I want to have to like be on video every time at like 10 in the morning or whatever. Um, like right now it's uh, 8, 18 in the morning for me. <laughs> so um, so I haven't really like made that jump yet because it's definitely an extra time. Like, yeah. you know, it takes extra time and all that. But um, I don't know. In the future, that might be a thing that I would do. I, I think people do really like to have that option for sure. They like to see your your mug on the screen. Oh, yeah. Now that we've updated your actual profile picture on the website. <laughs> now that you it's know. me and not some random girl. <laughs> yeah, people are like, well, why was the picture wrong? I'm like, well, she was in the witness protection program. Now she's yeah. out. So now we can use yeah, her I real think picture. It was, <laughs> I think it was actually Dan Smith that like sent me a screenshot and was like, is this you? And yeah. I was like, no. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. So we got that fixed. And, uh, yeah, that's good. you know, uh, but uh, yeah, the live, see, I can't do what you do. I, uh, let me put this. Let me back up a little bit. I can do it. I choose not to do it uh, because I like everything live. You know, we're live now on YouTube. We're live on the radio. I I critique things too much if I try to do like a recorded show. It's in some aspects, it's a lot more work. You know, because you're 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 thinking about what you just said, or you got to edit this, or you got to edit that, you got to do all this stuff. So when I do live radio, it's it's done, okay? Whatever mistake we made or anything stupid we said, it's out there. And that's okay. I'm fine with that. Well, let me let you in on a little secret that <laughs> isn't really secret because I say it on the podcast a lot. But I do very little editing. So <laughs> what you're hearing on my podcast is pretty much always exactly whatever happened. Um, yeah. The interviews, I, I think... I've maybe only edited two ever and it was because maybe there was like a technical glitch or something where there was just like a gap of silence or something like that. But I don't think I've ever edited out anything anyone said. Um, I certainly don't go back and listen to the whole thing. (laughs) I just sort of like tack on the intro and outro and like make sure everything's lined up. But I um, don't. So if if people are ever listening and are like, oh, there's a horrible technical thing right in the middle, just message me and be like, hey, because I probably have no idea. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Because I also like, as much as I love doing the podcast, I don't want it to become too much work because, you know, I do have a full-time job too. And Mm -hmm. as soon as it becomes, feels like too much of a burden, I won't want to do it anymore. And for me, the most burdeny part is like editing and doing all the stuff after the recording part. Um, so I definitely do as little work as possible. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's very consuming, especially if you've got another full-time gig that you're doing. And, I mean, it, it's a lot. And it, it truly does take a passion to commit to doing this, right? And that's 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 something that's lost on some, some things. Uh, you know, so it's important that, you know, people are uh, downloading your podcast and they can donate to you as well. I mean, it, at some point in time or another, you have to make it worth your while because passion takes you so far. 
Uh, and then, you know, usually life-changing events happen, and then that kind of interferes with what you're doing as well. So um, how can people listen to the podcast other than Tiggy Man Radio, of course? <laughs> well, Tiggy Man Radio is the best way. No. Um, <laughs> basically, it should be on pretty much every podcast listening app. So it's on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Um, all the there's like a bunch of them i can't even remember them all right now but basically whatever you use to listen to probably music or definitely podcasts you can just search for blame it on buffett and it should be on there you'll know which one it is it's the big yellow you know the one that looks like the cd cover of songs you know by heart or album cover yeah um and yeah i so you can find it pretty much anywhere and listen to it that way um it's on the, my host platform is on anchor. Um, so I probably should know this. I it's like anchor.fm, you know, slash blame. If you just go to anchor and search for blame it on Buffett, um, pop up. Yeah. Yeah. It should come up and, or the link is in the bio for all my social media stuff. Um, so that's like my host platform. So if you go on there, you can actually leave me a voice message. Mm -hmm. So one of the things is like, I, like you're saying people are like, saying to you like oh who's this you know like i actually don't get that many comments or feedback about it so i'm always happy to hear if people are liking it or mm -hmm. you know if you're not liking it you can tell me that too i don't know if i'll change the thing that you don't like but you could tell me about it i'm happy to listen um and uh so so you can do that through like social media or whatever but also on anchor there's a voice message button and if you click that, you can basically leave me a voicemail like you would on like it's just a recording of you talking. So it's kind of like a phone voicemail. Um, and I had someone use that for the first time last week and was really excited <laughs> about it. Um, eventually, if people actually would start using that, because I can easily edit those audio clips into the podcast. So if people started asking questions using that regularly and are okay with it, I can edit their questions in like them asking the question into the podcast and then I can answer the question. So um, that's kind of a fun thing that I maybe would like to do eventually. But to do that, I have to have people start using that voice message option. Yeah. Um, and then also I do have a donate uh, button on there. Um, you know, I, I really struggled with making the decision to put that up because you don't have to have it on anchor. It's like a thing you can select. Yeah. And I, you know, I just do this for fun. Um, and it's, I feel kind of weird about like asking people to give me money, but also like all the creative people that make podcasts or YouTube channels or all the things that I love to watch. I give them money all the time and I have sure. no qualms about that. So I'm not really sure like why I feel so weird about asking for it's money. It's just but, a thing. It's um, just a thing in your head. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, hard, like, it's hard to do like for anyone yeah. listening, like it's, you probably know if you have a creative thing, like it's hard to be like, Hey, can you give me money for doing this thing that I'm just doing for free basically? But you know, that really helps with, um, like upgrading, like I'm using for anyone listening, I'm using my new mic right now. I don't know if you can see here it is. They're very the nice. Little, the yeah. little beauty. Um, so hopefully it sounds okay. It and, sounds great. Um, this good. Cause this is the first time I'm really using it in an online type setting. Um, so this was paid for partly by, um, pay, uh, it's not, it's not patrons like Patreon, but it kind of is the same. Yeah. Uh, donation engine. Yeah. Like you, you can donate 99 cents. It's like a monthly donation but it's oh, like 99 cents is like the lowest one or a 
five dollars or whatever. Yeah. So so yeah, like to to really start upgrading things and spending like if I was going to spend a lot more time on it, like doing putting it on YouTube and that kind of thing, that's kind of the point where I'm like, okay, I probably need to be making some kind of money for this because it's taking away from yeah, like you know the other stuff that I'm doing. So. Um, so yeah, I felt a little weird about it, but everyone's been really super nice about it. And, um, I really appreciate everyone that has given money and thank you so much for doing that. Yeah. I, I think it's, I think it's really cool that, uh, and it, it, it's just, like I said, it's just a mind thing, you know, it's like, oh, I don't really want to ask for the money or whatever. Cause that's not why I'm yeah. doing this. You know, I'm doing it for passion yeah. and all that stuff. The, the reality of it from a business standpoint is that, uh, you know, equipment wears out, microphones have to be bought, things have to be done. And, and, you know, your passion, uh, you know, becomes, uh, you know, you know, it becomes a struggle, you know, and you're like, God, I really want to continue doing this, but I can't afford to get a new laptop or this or that or whatever, you know, so. It's okay. I mean, we have a donation button on Tiggy Man Radio. Every once in a while, somebody throws uh, money in there, and it's always great when they do. You know, this recording thing is, uh, you know, where they can leave you a recorded message is really cool. I mean, unless, you know, Uncle Chester does it, and he's like, hey. You sure do sound good on the radio. You know, you don't want that. Maybe <laughs> the they old get, Uncle Chester. Yeah, Uncle Chester. Hey, this is Uncle Chester. I'd like to meet you. Yeah, you don't want that. Maybe they can. I surprisingly, have gotten very few like weirdos. Like almost none. So yeah. that's been okay so far. Not a lot of weirdos. So. Yeah. Well, weirdos maybe, continue to not mess with me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Maybe they can uh, leave you a message about you know maybe hey you should interview this person or here's a recommendation yeah. or whatever that would all that's always helpful. Really yeah, is. and honestly, like I have the donation thing, but like I don't ever want anyone to feel like they should do that at all. Like yeah. it's really just first people who are like, oh, I'm really excited about this, and I, you know, have an extra five dollars or whatever. But like, yeah. really, the thing that I care about is the thing that like is the that makes me the happiest is you know just hearing from people, like getting emails or DMs on Instagram or you know maybe these voice messages that are like. Hey, I really love this episode or, you know, I've gotten ones for people that are like, oh, I did this, you know, whatever this thing you talked about, like I've had this experience too, or, you know, just really like that, making that connection with people. Like the the, part of the reason I started this podcast was, um, like I mentioned, kind of just wanted a creative outlet, but another big part was just to meet more people, especially younger people, um, that I mean, not that I don't love my parrothead club people. I, I do. understand They're what you're great. saying. Yeah, <laughs> everybody knows what friends, the average but... average age of a parrothead is. Okay, which is a unique um, thing to bring in young blood. Okay, because listen, we're all gonna die off. Okay, we we got to bring in the next generation. Okay, <laughs> I don't want to be the only person in the parrothead club. <laughs> where, where'd everybody go? <laughs> yeah, you don't want that. Um, and so yeah, it was to try and maybe meet some younger people or at least reach some younger people, you know, cause podcasting is a, a really common more with younger people. Like all the people I know that do podcasts are like the same age as me, you know? And, yeah. um, and then, and then also like, because I, you know, I'm friends with Dan and like, I'm on the board of the back to the Island society. I have met a lot of young people through that as well. So, um, so yeah, that's been a big part of it for me too, is just meeting new people. And I, I'm, I know that it doesn't seem like it sometimes when I'm doing interviews, but like, I'm actually a really introverted person and I kind of have a hard time meeting people. So this was a way to like, get out of force myself out of my comfort zone and like reach out to people. I didn't know, talk to people I didn't know, which is actually pretty hard for me normally. 
Well, I think you're doing a great job with it. And, of course, uh, we're big fans of you. You can catch her show Monday nights, uh, the replays of the uh, most current one or sometimes archived one. But you can always catch it at 7 p.m. Eastern Island time right here on Tiki Man Radio. Thank you so much for being a part of the show today. And uh, I'll send this over to you so you can do your thing with it, okay? Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I really had a great time. Um, if anyone ever cancels and you just need like a random spare guest, I'm <laughs> <Yeah>. your girl. <laughs> hey, hey, can you jump on right now? I know it's five yeah. minutes and you just well, you're in bed. Asleep. I might need a little bit of uh, warning because I'll probably be asleep. But yeah, um, yeah. And this week is going to be this just because I want people to be able to hear me be interviewed a little bit. So um, there we go. That's going to be this week's episode with a little added intro and outro. Well, you're doing a great job, and uh, thank you so much for being on the big show today. And uh, just continue doing what you're doing, having fun with it, and it'll all work out, okay? Thanks. Bye. Bye-bye. Miss Aaliyah Moore there. Blame it on Buffett. 7 o'clock, Monday nights. Happy Sunday, everybody. All right. I just want to say thank you again so much to Danny for and a for hosting my podcast on his radio station and b for inviting me to be on the show i had a really great time um it was very early in the morning for me so i feel like maybe i was a little lower key than sometimes i am on this podcast like sometimes i'm just like out of control but um but i had a i had a really good time and i would be happy to be back on like i said anytime if they need an emergency person to fill in um it's always super fun to talk to him and and i do watch that show I hadn't for the last few weeks just because moving and everything, but generally I wake up and just put, I have a little TV in the bedroom and I just like turn that show on on Sunday mornings. It's kind of like my, you know, way to ease into the day. So um, it's a really fun show and I definitely recommend everyone go check that out. Um, and you can go to tikimanradio.com and also uh, find them on YouTube, follow them on YouTube um, and watch, you can watch all the like replays and stuff of the videos there. So um, so yeah, that was super, super exciting. And um, I, because I was technically the guest this week, um, I didn't, you know, we didn't, we talked about how I do the charity thing on my podcast, but I didn't ask Danny. Um, he's been on the podcast before. So I am going to pick my own favorite charity this week, um, which, uh, you know, one of them anyway, I have a lot of them, but since I just moved here to Bend, um, there's a local charity called Think Wild and they do wild animal rehab. So it's, you know, if you find a baby bird that's lost or, you know, an animal gets injured or something, they're the ones that will be able to take care of it and nurture it back to health. So I'm, that's like a thing I'm pretty passionate about is animals in general and especially um, helping out wild animals. So Think Wild, uh, I will post their info in the show notes and you can go check them out if you're interested. Like I said, they are a local charity to um, Central Oregon here. So maybe not as relevant, um, but there are so are also similar charities in lots of places. Like in Tucson, we had um, uh, <laughs> Tucson Wildlife Center or something. <laughs> I don't know why I'm totally blanking on the name, but it's a very similar type charity. And I do actually donate to that as well regularly. Um, and I'm going to be starting to make a regular donation to Think Wild. So um, that's going to be my charity for this episode. Um, so, yeah, I hope you will go check it out if you're interested at all. And, uh, yeah, I think that's it. I, like I said in the interview, if you um, 
want to drop me a line, you can catch me at blame, uh, forget my own social media at blame Buffett pod on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all those things. You can DM me, um, follow me there. And if you have, you know, thoughts or whatever, you can DM me or you can email me at blame it on Buffett podcast at gmail.com. Um, and then like I mentioned, I do have that message button on anchor. So if you want to send me a voicemail, I like if I start to get questions um, that might be fun to answer on the podcast, I'll start maybe doing a question section at the end, editing those in. Um, I want to make sure that people are okay with that. So if you do use that message button to leave a message, please indicate like, hey, I'm cool with you putting this on the podcast or something. I don't want to post like you can if you want to send me a voicemail and not have it on the podcast, I don't want to post something on the podcast that you would rather not. So if you do leave a message and you want me to put it on an episode, um, please indicate that. And if it works for whatever episode I'm doing, then I'll um, maybe add some of those in. But uh, otherwise, you can just email me or whatever you feel like. And I'm always happy to hear from you. I just am so glad that people are enjoying the show, that they're listening, having it air on Tiki Man Radio on Mondays at 7 Eastern has been really nice. It's just maybe reaching a different audience, I think. So, so yeah, thanks so much, everyone out there for listening. I really, really appreciate all of you so much. And I hope you all have an amazing Father's Day. Um, And I think, you know, I think Captain Ron is like a really good Father's Day movie. A, I think a lot of dads probably like that movie. Um, And B, you know, it, it's like about a dad basically bonding with his family and like getting back to his family and like becoming, you know, sort of like the dad again for his family after just, you know, like in the beginning, they're all just leading their separate lives basically. And then by the end of the movie, like they've all come together as a family unit and he's just like really, you know, the dad again. So I think it's actually a really fitting dad movie for Father's Day. So maybe I'll watch that later. Um, But uh, in honor of that, until next time, if anything's going to happen, it's going to happen out there. Blame it on Buffett. He was my hero.